0: Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Hope for Today. Thank you for being my guest. If you're watching, good to see you. If you're listening, I hope you can hear me well, because I have some good things to talk about today. You know, our world is a little bit uh, topsy-turvy right now, And I've just been discussing that with my guest before we go into it. She is a renowned art uh, author, and her name is Connie Lynn Cosette. Welcome, Connie Lynn. Um, People call you Connie Lynn, Connie Lynn. In my
1: real life, I'm Connie. Okay, okay.
0: And and that's interesting you say in your real life because you're an author. An author usually has several things going on (laughs) in their head because (laughs) you've written 15 books. Yes, I have. And uh, this is the latest book. Mm-hmm. This is Voice of the Ancient. You can get this book um, online at Amazon. Where else can mm-hmm. they purchase oh, this book? Anywhere, G- anywhere. Books are sold. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a great book. And you know me, I'd say buy five of them and give them out because <laughs> books last. Uh, it's a great Christmas gift and a good read. Tell us a little bit about this book.
1: Well, this is a new series that I just started, and it takes place during the early years of King Saul's reign. Mm -hmm. So it's about four cousins, young men, that are not quite old enough, and a couple of them are Levites, and so they shouldn't be fighting at all. And they run away from home, basically, to go fight for King Saul, and one of them gets lost on the battlefield. Okay. Uh,
0: Well, you know this, you've written um, quite a bit about I guess is a lot of it about Israel. the, is. the writings. It, it's so you've Old had the, era. the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So you really had to study uh, the Jewish history, mm-hmm. and uh, how's that affected your life?
1: Oh, you know, it's just brought a richness to mm-hmm. the Word for me in so many ways. You know, the whole reason why I started writing was because I was just curious. I wanted right. to know for myself right. what the context and the history and the culture and how that all worked together to foreshadow Jesus in the the New Testament. So that just kind of has has brought the word to life for me in many ways.
0: Okay. Well, you know, this is a hard question. I know you have two children. We're not going to talk about this in that context. We'll get back to them. But I know you're not really supposed to have a favorite with kids. And an <laughs> author with books, sometimes it's hard to pick a favorite. Do yes. you have a favorite one of the books you've written?
1: Well, you know, they all they are like my kids. I love them all. They really right? are. You know, I love them for different reasons and different, different characters. But my favorite um, has got to be Between the Wild Branches, which is um, the book before this one. Okay. And um, it's actually about a Philistine mm-hmm. who follows the Ark of the Covenant after oh, wow. Philistines stole the Ark of the Covenant, and um, he's a bare knuckle fighter.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and um, I don't know. He was just so much fun to write, and I just really. So,
0: so him. how do you get inspiration for books? How does it come to you?
1: It comes to me in different ways. Um, that one came mm-hmm. out of a trip that I took to Israel when I was in that kind of area where mm-hmm. the Ark of the Covenant went through. And it just kind of came to me. And um, I a lot of it just comes out of my own study and my curiosity um, there's one book that I wrote because of the um, verse in the in the Old Testament when uh, they're giving rules for whether they should when they take prisoners, mm-hmm. and that if they take a beautiful Canaanite prisoner, they could marry her, but she had to shave her head and cut her fingernails. Oh, wow. And so I, I wrote a book about that. Wow. <laughs> so they kind of come to me on, in strange ways, I would say.
0: <laughs> Do you ever dream about things?
1: Oh, absolutely. My, the... first, my first one really kind of came out of a vision of okay. the exodus and um, well, an that. Egyptian woman.
0: So. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. And uh, you said your first book was uh, An Egyptian Slave. That's yes. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's uh, really some strong stuff. You know, we're not going to get into what's happening in the world right now because I, I like to keep this up and focused on hope. But I'm sure you can step back, way back mm-hmm. in time, and have a broader view of what's going on in the Absolutely. Middle East. Yeah, you can so. see the cycles. Right. Like, you know, this is no not time. new. None of this is new. No, this mm-hmm. has been going on and on yeah. and on for uh, centuries and will until Jesus returns. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. that's our hope. Um, and you may be in the Middle East. I know I have a lot of viewers in the Middle East. Uh, the scripture tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem because that's where everything's focused, is Absolutely. on Jerusalem. If you've ever been to that incredible city, you'll see uh, it's divided into a Christian quarter, a Jewish, or, or I guess in three areas yes. a Muslim, Christian, and Jewish, and all com-mingling and right now the commingling is a little muddled, yeah. <laughs> and it's spread out to the rest of the world. But we're not only praying for the peace of Jerusalem, I'm praying for the peace of the Middle East mm-hmm. and for our world. Uh, you have uh, two kids. Tell us about your kids. I
1: do. I have a 19-year-old son and a 16-year-old daughter.
0: That's incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, parenting... Is a blessing, isn't it? It
1: is, yeah. And I homeschooled them all the okay. way through. So yeah, Are I they, was writing while they well, was homeschooling. Will they,
0: either one of them, you think, be authors?
1: <laughs> I, You know, my son is kind of a writer. He mm-hmm. loves, he's got a very creative, imaginative mind. My daughter has no interest in writing, although she is a songwriter. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she okay. loves words, just in a different meaning right. than I do. Right, right.
0: So. And right now, their their brain cells are still uh, formulating. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> Who knows what God will do with them? Yeah, it'll
0: be exciting to watch. And you you've uh, really carved out a neat path uh, as a, a career. And so you did this while you were homeschooling. I did. These fifteen books, like like this one yeah. right here. Again, here it is. Voice of the Ancient. Now, where yeah. can they get in touch with you?
1: They can get in touch with me at my website, which is com, And okay. I'm also on Facebook, if you can search for me there, or Instagram. Right. I even have a special Facebook group for my readers that I call Connie Lynn's Bibliophile, so you can do a little search oh, for wonderful. that. And I'm doing a little kind of a mini study on the festivals mm-hmm. in the Bible right now, so that's kind of fun. So you can talk with me a little bit and connect with me there.
0: Okay. Well, I said we weren't going to go here, but we're here we go. We're going to dive in because I think you have such a rich history of what's happening mm. in the Middle East. and this this segment is all about hope. Mm. How do you remain hopeful? even knowing all that's going on. Mm. Could you help us with that?
1: Absolutely, because we can look and see what God has done. Okay. We can look at the Exodus and the way that he carried his people through. He didn't He didn't rescue them completely out of it. Right. He carried them through it, and he mm-hmm. strengthened them and and did miraculous things. And it's, it's going to be. It has been exciting to see some of the miraculous things that are happening, and we're just going to see it more and more and more.
0: We are. So, you know, when Connie Lynn's talking about we're going to see miraculous things, mm. We don't really need to see miraculous things until we need to see miraculous yes. things. <laughs> That's, That's when they show up. Yeah. Uh, you don't grow in the easy, cushy times. Mm. You grow in the hard times. Right. And so our world is is in a bit of a, a difficult situation coming out of COVID. It never reset completely. No. And now we have this political turmoil going on that is worldwide Mm -hmm. and so if you were asking me today what do you predict well I think it's going to get worse Mm -hmm. I I really feel it's going to get worse and messier I don't know if it's World War III I don't know about that but um, even the way we fight wars are different now Uh, they're proxy wars they're not all out hey we're going to push a nuke on you uh, yeah. So, so we see all these. Skir- we're going to see continued little skirmishes around the world and terrorist activity, and so what she's talking about, what I'm getting is, uh, it's exciting because Jesus is going to step into the midst mm-hmm. of your circumstance.
1: Absolutely, and we, and we've seen in history, even from ancient times, that the church grows. It does. within those times. Of- right you know, pushing and persecution and and turmoil.
0: Right, right now, the fastest growing church in the world, underground church, is in Iran of all places uh, because they're being pushed down and oppressed Mm -hmm. and that's when Christianity explodes. Exactly. And so we... What a
1: dichotomy, isn't it? Isn't
0: it? Yeah, but that's where Mm -hmm. seeds grow, is in the ground when you put them underneath. And so I'm excited to see what God is doing in our world I'm excited to see what God's going to do in my world, uh, in in my locale. And I'm not traveling as much as I used to. Uh, Our level of traveling in the United States has gone up now from a level two to a level three. So it's not uh, not as easy or convenient or safe to travel. I was supposed to be in Cameroon right now, West Africa, but uh, that trip did not materialize for me. And there'll be another time, but you know what I'm glad? This is going to Cameroon yeah. today. Yeah, there you guys are seeing it there. So we're able to uh, see where you're at, and I feel pretty safe here. <laughs> <Yeah. Okay. laughs> and, and, and I'm I'm just believing God's best. So you know, when we look at what's going on in the world now, uh, there will most likely there's going to be some financial disruption, governmental disruptions, and that's where. God likes to come in and be the hero yeah. there. Do you remember the Lone Ranger oh, growing yes. up? It's uh, my
1: dad's favorite show. <laughs> okay. Tell
0: us about it a little bit. Cause in context, we're talking to a nation's like, what? what's the Lone Ranger? <laughs> it was a black and white yes. Western series. Tell mm-hmm. us the premise of it.
1: Well, it was about an old lawman that was, you know, in the old West. And he had his guy, Tonto. Mm-hmm. With his him. his yep. sidekick Indian, mm-hmm. yep. American Indian. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: What was his horse's name? Do you remember?
1: Uh, Silver? Yeah, high horse silver. silver. Yes. That's what
0: he said. Yeah. <laughs> and so he would, there would always be the, the show, I guess it was an hour show probably, mm-hmm. slow moving, would build, yes. build, build, build to a climax mm-hmm. of, oh, no, the young maiden is going to get run over by the train, or the <laughs> the robbers and the stagecoach are going to take this family away. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, when it looked like everything was over, here he would come on his trusty steed, and he would yell "Hi ho, silver!" and yes. come in to save the day. Yes. That that is such a picture of God. It is, you know. And and you know, I remember watching that show as a kid, thinking he could have come a lot earlier mm-hmm. and saved a lot of aggravation, but it wouldn't have been as fun to watch. So <laughs> it's true. Okay. so, my timing and God's timing is often quite different because yes. God misses so many cues from me, yeah. like hey. Enter God, inner God, this exactly. is right Sometimes. now, oh, you just exactly. missed it, here's your next <laughs> opportunity. And he's like, yeah. behind the curtain, like, no, not yet, not yet. Uh, God really is a hero, and he's going to prove himself a hero in our world and in your life. So if you're watching today and saying, I feel uncertain with my life, I feel nervous because I know people of all different persuasions, all different religions, watch this. And and about 120, 140, it fluctuates nations. And so what I want to remind you of, and some of you watch this over and over and over because you're curious. And so today I, I want to remind you, The reason I do this is because of God's son, Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ was not just a good man, not just a healer, not just a prophet. Although all those things are powerful, he truly was the son of the living God and came to earth to live a life before us as an example of who God was and then gave his life. He died through a Roman crucifixion, a gruesome death, but three days later, Our Bible tells us he was resurrected, and then he went back to the right hand of God the Father. So we serve, in Christianity, a living God. We we don't serve any dead God, a living God, and Jesus Christ, the Son of God, brought us back into relationship, and he's still doing it today. And so if you're feeling the pressure of your world kind of closing in on you and thinking, I don't know if God's going to be my lone ranger or not, well... Today would be a good day just to say a prayer. You don't have to do it with anybody. Just say, God, I invite you to come into my life and you know all the stuff you've done you feel bad about, those are called sins, transgressions, and say, God, would you take those away through what Jesus did on the cross? He was my sacrifice. I didn't deserve anybody to die for me and take my punishment, but Jesus did. And just accept that and believe in God through Jesus Christ and watch God be your hero. You know. Anyway, so let's, why don't I have to do that? Because that's how God set it up. That's Absolutely. Just, <laughs> he
1: told the story from the very beginning. The didn't very he?
0: beginning. Yeah. The it's, it's just mm-hmm. He has made an opportunity, uh-huh. um, and so sometimes we overthink things. So don't overthink this one because this is the big difference in your life. Mm-hmm. So, Connie Lynn, let me ask you: How were you introduced to Jesus?
1: Well, um, I grew up in a Christian home. I had a kind of. Um, talk to myself like Timothy, because I had a mother and a grandmother who, mm. were, um, who spoke the word into my life and into my heart. Um, but when I was seven, I actually went forward at a Billy Graham crusade. Oh, really? Um, wow. Yep, in Tacoma, Washington. In fact, I got a picture that day in the newspaper. There's mm-hmm. my picture of the day wow. that I went forward special. and, and uh, accepted Christ. Wow. So, mm-hmm. And
0: what has Jesus done for your life?
1: Jesus has done everything for me. He has... He has taken me from somebody who was depressed and sad all the time to full of joy and full mm. of peace and I just walked through cancer and you know I, I always I, I wonder how anybody can go through cancer and something like that without Jesus because I know that I have a savior that's with me at all times he's mm-hmm. holding my hand he's walking with me I know what the future holds for me so I have absolute peace. And
0: congratulations on being cancer-free. Thank you. Thank you. What did uh, going through the cancer, all that, what Mm -hmm. did it teach you, the chemo, all of it? What did you learn? What was your (sighs) takeaway?
1: You know, I was reading through the Psalms. I really, really Mm -hmm. clung to the Psalms during, during my cancer journey. And as I began to read through every chapter, I kept seeing his steadfast love. His steadfast hmm. love, his steadfast love. And I thought, okay, God is telling me something here. Right. <laughs> and so I went back and I, and I started from the beginning and I underlined every single time he reminded me of his steadfast love. And um, that's what it is. I mean, wow. he is there. He is full of mercy. He is full of loving kindness to us at all times. And so he's our steadfast rock.
0: Right. Well, I'm sure you never want to repeat cancer again. No. <laughs> but but nobody can teach you those lessons until you walk through it.
1: No. Right? And yeah. I you know as as it as it is I am grateful that sure. I walked through it. Sure. Sure.
0: That's how I felt with COVID when I nearly died mm-hmm. and then nearly drowned 6 months later. Both of those things taught me things yeah. that no book, although I love this book, <laughs> but <laughs> no book, no classroom, mm-hmm. no friendship could ever teach me what I I learned in those two difficult times. And uh, that's what we're talking about in our world right now. It's a difficult mm-hmm. time. We're not going to grow and be the people we need to be without this time in our world. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really taking us to a better place and to be a better people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I truly believe that because if we, we didn't, we, there's a scripture that says, a merry heart does good like a medicine. Mm-hmm. I believe it's Proverbs 17, 22. But uh, when you don't have hope... It's it's like a just a dried up mess. Yes. That's my paraphrase, but <laughs> it's just a uh, dried up bones. And so, yeah. uh, a merry heart is a hopeful heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, you seem, you know, you, today you don't look like a victim. Nope, you're you're a, a thriver, survivor. Absolutely, yeah. because
1: I have hope in Christ. Right, Absolutely.
0: right. That's and you know, here's another thing, and this is to the believers in Jesus watching. Sometimes your, your life, still with Jesus, nearly feels unbearable, you know, too hard. I'm sure when you got this diagnosis, going through the chemo, you lost your hair, all of that. Yeah. You were at risk of losing your life and having two children and Absolutely. a husband, all of that. Uh, it was probably nearly unbearable some days. It
1: was. Dark. It was very dark. and There were days when I couldn't move. Right. And mm.
0: did you ever think, wow, how could I do this without Jesus?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, Cuz oh, it's hard the enough with I don't know how Jesus, anybody right? does it with Jesus. I don't Jesus. either. I really just don't.
0: I, I don't mm-hmm. because we know even if the worst mm-hmm. case scenario happens, which we say worst case because mm-hmm. as a believer in Christ, when you die, you go to heaven. Absolutely. I'm sure that's not worst case scenario. We think it is what <laughs> we're best here case scenario, it really <laughs> is. But when you have loved ones in a life mm-hmm. and there is a will to live within us, we think oh mm-hmm. that's the worst thing for me to die. But it really, we gain everything. That is yeah. the difference in serving Christ and not serving mm-hmm. Christ. So to the believers out there who are watching or listening and you're saying, "But times are hard and it's it's uh, you know hard to make it just mentally uh, because mental health issues are so big right now. Mm-hmm. People are hopeless. And so that's why I like to come into your living room, to your office, on computer, wherever you're at, and just say, "Don't give up hope." Don't, don't stop believing that God is for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, never against you. He's always for you. And you may say, well, where is he? Well, he again, he's a lone ranger. Mm-hmm. He's going to ride in, in your circumstance, at the mm-hmm. best time to receive maximum glory. Yeah. You know, because he, he is God. He is everything. And we give praise mm-hmm. to him. So uh, I just encourage unbelievers are wanting to accept Jesus and believers who know Jesus think of where you'd be without him mm-hmm. and then you know give him praise if you're out there today and you're saying well I have cancer and a, a dear friend of mine was just diagnosed with non-hodgkin's lymphoma mm-hmm. about 4 weeks ago and he's in chemo right now but my father-in-law was diagnosed last year he went through chemo is fine in remission in fact they said we don't need to see you anymore so god is able to bring you through these hard times even if it's cancer so i want to say any form of cancer any blood disease right now if that's you would you agree with us that jesus loves you and on the cross, not only die, did he die for your sins, he died for your healing. He said, mm-hmm. by your stripes we are healed, and then he was resurrected. And so I just speak life into every cell of anyone who is struggling with cancer, leukemia, disease of the blood, that your cells would respond to the word of God. And that your faith level, even if it's low right now, even if you're afraid, would join with Christ and believe for complete healing in your life so that you can be a testimony. You know, you uh, Connie Lynn could not have a testimony without your test.
1: Absolutely, it's right there in that
0: word, isn't Absolutely. it? Testimony, and so yeah. you have a powerful. Do you think you'll write about it, or anything, I may. or a character with cancer? You
1: never know. Yeah, you never
0: know. <laughs> because now you've learned something that yeah. nobody else could teach you.
1: Well, I learned so much about suffering and how he he meets us oh, there okay. in our suffering. Right, you know, and I I, I learned in real time what it meant. When he says in Exodus fourteen fourteen that he's gonna fight for me, mm. you know, there were times when I just you didn't know, have I the energy. I, probably, I couldn't did do you? anything, but he fought right. for me, and he's still fighting for me.
0: Wow! And what a testimony 18. to your children. Uh, yeah. That hey, we got mom back. Yeah. From the brink of death.
1: Absolutely, so. I was stage three cancer. Wow. So, yeah. Wow.
0: Well, praise God for that. And thank you for being willing to share that with us. Okay. So back to this book, uh, Voice of the Ancient. This is a great purchase for Christmas. I'm sure you have a list. And uh, it's a good read. These are uh, exciting reads. And so... Buy five of them. <laughs> uh, do you? Can you tell us uh, what your next book is, or do you? Is well, it part of this series? It is the
1: next. The next book is the second one in this series. About the same person.
0: It nope. It's a different, okay, person. different it's, person. There's There's four the young four men, young men. So okay. So each
1: of them are one of the heroes in the okay. book. So, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for uh, using your creativity to bring us creativity and. Uh, uh, especially this kind of, of book mm-hmm. that ties in the Old Testament history and a functional everyday kind of work and mm-hmm. story. So,
1: yeah, it's that's great. what I wanted to do. Was I wanted to kind of, uh, you know, I a lot of biblical books will write from a Bible character's point of view, right? And I wanted to write kind of some eyewitness point of view. So mm-hmm. my characters are fictional characters that. Witness what's going right. on in the Old Testament, right. so I wanted to write code and I like, on an everyday I like those
0: uh, liberties you know that's, that's really mm-hmm. I think the success of the chosen exactly right now because exactly. they they take angles that you that are not written in the yep. word, but oh, that probably did happen. the
1: blank spaces yeah yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and and the scripture even tells us not mm-hmm. everything well everything that Jesus did could not even be contained yeah. in all the books of the world. so yeah. there's lots of things we could talk about mm-hmm. and that you do talk about mm-hmm. that uh you're reading between the lines. Yeah. To help us read Between the Lines. Exactly. See what I did there? Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. <laughs> and to kind of put flesh on stories that we right. may have kind of, you know, seen on a flannel graph or listened right. to in Sunday well, School and not brought... And I
0: love that you said your very first book was a vision. That's beautiful. So it's spiritually inspired. Well, Connie Lynn, thank you for being our guest today. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your heart with the world. Again, thank you for the books. Uh, Books keep on giving. And I just want to encourage you to be blessed, be hopeful. Don't give up. Believe on Jesus and watch powerful things happen in your life.
1: Thanks for listening to Hope for Today with John Bates. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.